to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, grown independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te whanau. welcome back for our second part of Becoming Her with Esme. So this is my favourite question, I love asking it to everybody. Yeah. What is your biggest fear? I also love that question. Yes. And I write the same thing every time. I mean, of course, disclaimer, the other familiar things of like losing my kids is a big fear. Dying a painful death is a big fear. True. Little things like that. Um, but outside of those, I have a huge fear of unfulfilled potential. Um, you know, you hear the stories of, I interviewed 70 old people about what their biggest fear yes. was on their deathbeds. Yes. And they all said different things. My biggest fear is that I'm on that deathbed and I'm saying, I wish I did this. 100%. I wish I had the courage to do that. I always wanted to do this, but I didn't because I didn't believe in myself or I thought I wasn't good enough. And while I still have those, you know, internal thoughts mm. sometimes that they that pop up. Yeah. My biggest fear is giving into them. Mm. and not actually fulfilling the potential that I believe I have. Everyone has a huge potential, yeah. and it's just where you choose to go with that. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm good at it, mm. and it brings me a lot of positive energy when I do do it. That's how I know that it's right for me. You we experienced similar things like when you went to do uh, – you spoke to like a group of high school girls. True. And you posted afterwards saying how amazing you felt. Yeah. I feel the similar feelings. Mm. I feel like I'm in alignment with my skills, with my the things that I'm good at, mm. and it brings me a lot of good vibes. Mm. So uh, my biggest fear is not following through with that understanding of, okay, that's the thing that I love. Mm. Let's do more of that. Mm. So I guess that also then means unfulfilled potential means not living up to what your true purpose is. Not, I would say not living in alignment. An alignment, yeah. Yeah. 
I think living in alignment is, it doesn't hold as much weight, which I think can be a good thing. Mm. Because when it, when you, you know, the words that you speak into the ethos are important. Mm. And so when you, I feel when you're using words like the women, your, uh, your purpose, yes, you know, these are words that are typically used with a lot of weight. True. Um, and True. I think re- reframing that, concept and saying living in alignment because then it's very Mm. individual it's very what do I feel aligns with me because no one else can tell you what aligns with you only Mm. you know Mm. because you know your path framing it like that is more empowering than purpose but then I also believe that knowing your purpose is also really powerful Mm. I don't know I know what you mean. I know what you mean, though, because that's what feeds into and this is the irony right is that I have this self-improvement podcast self, mm. self-development podcast mm. and we're starting now to head into this conversation about well aren't we all kind of sick of self-help mm. stuff yeah why are we putting so much pressure on ourselves to be these perfect versions of humans that yeah. actually quite honestly don't exist yeah and I a hundred percent like support that cope up like mm. I get it I think it's about balancing yeah making sure that you feel that you're living the best life that you can live for yourself um, but you define what that looks like. Right, exactly. That's the difference. You said that so well. Thank you. It's, well, also giving yourself grace to be human. Yeah. Giving yourself grace that, hey, okay, I know that my best self wants to wake up at five o'clock every morning and go for a run and do all the things, but today I didn't do that. Mm. And that's okay. Mm. But then also, see, knowing whether or not it's because you're not being disciplined, oh, it's okay. Mm. it's all right well I'll just do it tomorrow oh I didn't do it today either oh it's okay because I'm giving myself grace Mm. like Mm. being able to do do what's best for you because sometimes it's best for us to actually have a rest day Mm. other times we know there's that little voice in our head saying you should actually do that thing that you said you were Mm. going to do Mm. yeah I mean it's hard but as you said finding balance it's all about balance but I think we just live in such a culture of um all about the self. This is why I started reading fiction books. Because right. it's nice to actually just kind of read yourself into a dystopian world where mm. nothing actually matters because you're actually just reading a book. Mm. And mm. you don't have to think and be so internalized about how you do certain things and how you behave and all mm. these certain, like all these particular things about ourselves it's like you know I actually just don't want to fucking think about myself for a second mm-hmm. I want to do something that doesn't me- revolve around me mm-hmm. something that doesn't isn't actually about myself mm-hmm. and I think that's where fiction books are kind of taking priority for me at the moment and saying that I fuck when I come across a self-help book that I really want I'm yeah. like oh I really want that I know so I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> it's about finding the right ones as well because yeah a lot of them just and if you're not in the right headspace to absorb the information that you're being given, mm. you just feel like you're worthless, like you're yeah. useless, because it's like, I don't know, like, this guy's talking about how he runs all of these billion-dollar companies, yeah. and that's why he knows what he's talking about. But It's unrelatable. I, that's it. That's yeah. it. So, yeah, I think we have to be really careful. I, I know I have to be very careful with the line that I tread, because – by traditional standards, I would be perceived to be a really big overachiever. And mm. I know that that can be 
difficult for some people to absorb because um, who am I to be telling people to live their best life when I had a privileged upbringing, I don't have children, I own a house, Mm. like all of the really difficult things that impact a huge chunk of society I've never really had to touch. Mm. So who am I to be telling people to be living their best life? I think that in itself, the awareness that you show there is uh, fucking amazing for (laughs) lack of articulation. (laughs) But it's like hearing of all the hardships that people have, it's Mm. heavy, you Mm. know? So it is nice to hear something from someone who you've still got your challenges, you know? You're still... uh, woman of color you're still objectified through your body and sexualized because of how you look Mm. like while you may not experience these particular um setbacks Mm. you still have a whole cup of your own Mm. that you're Mm. that you battle daily Mm. i'm not to mention i'm sure everyone has mental things you know like while you are super successful in your mahi it's like I can imagine, we haven't actually ever talked about this, but I can imagine that there's still things going on inside your beautiful head yes. that you're like, oh, I should have been doing this, or I wish I started my podcast sooner when I see yeah. that I'm to, or yeah. I, whatever it is. Mm. It's like, we've all got our thing. Mm. Um, and while it's actually really beautiful to hear you acknowledge, you know, your privileges, mm. as each of us also have privileges, mm. Um mm. I also want to, I don't know, not remind you of what you're struggling with. (laughs) You know what? Actually, you're struggling with this. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I I just bring light to all of it on the table. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And that is a good reminder for everyone is that, especially in the last few years, I've found when I catch myself having these thoughts, it shouldn't take away from, you know, just because someone on the other side of the world is living a certain type of life and you feel like, to you you're doing much better than them. It doesn't mm. take away from anything that you're struggling with, which mm. is true for everybody um, and a good reminder to all of us to not dismiss any of our own personal struggles. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, well, I should be grateful for this because there's people who don't even have a roof. Exactly. And it's like, yes, valid, but also valid that is not your reality. Mm. So you shouldn't dismiss, as you said, or gaslight your struggles because Mm. they're still very real just Mm. because they're not the same as someone else Mm. anyways we have gotten very carried away everybody but before we close off i just want to give esme the floor to talk about her businesses thank you um (laughs) we're gonna start so um god this is gonna drag on i can already tell (laughs) because i want to give context you know give context okay do it so um, part of, I guess, the, my business is heavily tied into my story of how I came to be. Um, I'm not subscribing to this story anymore because, one, it was not serving me. And I just don't believe it's me anymore. Maybe it's the new haircut. Mm-hmm. But um, I was bullied a lot as a kid. Um, I know we all are, but I feel like mine was, I mean, just that bit extra. I remember I was 15 and I went and got my hair cut. I was sitting in the hairdresser and I was talking to her while she was doing my hair. And I left being like, I feel so amazing because I was able to talk to someone and I just got my hair done. So I was 15 and I was like, wow, 
I think I want to do that. How can I create a space where you can have, you know, pamper sessions done um, and nurture your outer beauty, but then nurture your inner beauty as well. You know, talk about your goals and what you want to do and all that kind of stuff. So um, I also was like, okay, then I'm going to commit to shaming bullies. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, (laughs) I'm actually kind of just doing to them what they're doing to everyone Mm -hmm. else. And it's not, that's not a positive approach. Um, And bullies are bullies, bitches are bitches, because they've got other shit going on. Um, Either they're being abused at home, they're in a toxic relationship, they lack confidence or self-esteem, they don't know what they're doing with their life. You know, there's all so many different, or they just don't like you, (laughs) period. Mm -hmm. So there's all these different reasons as to why people, or, you know, back then when I was 15, why bullies are bullies, or now that I'm older, why people are dicks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I, I kind of, you know, went round and round on this idea. And then I had Bella and I was like, all right, well, if you're a mama, you'll know once you have your baby, you don't want to go back to working in an environment where, I mean, not for everyone, but I can imagine and I've seen for most women, um, you don't want to go back to being away from your baby. If you could set up a business or a something where you are either working from home or you are doing your own thing, then that's a mean place to be in so oh well, that was when I had Bella so I finished my degree because I was like just want to get that out of the way mm-hmm. so that I, at least I've got something to fall back on and then actually it was when I was pregnant with Layla that I went and studied um and I met with Kimberly mm. studied down in Christchurch and then I went up to Auckland and studied volume lashes and then I opened up Esme Studio so Esme Studio is I mean ultimately the beauty therapy side of it is meant to be that wasn't really the selling point for me like that was kind of going to be what the filler Mm. what was actually the push for me wanting to start Esme Studio was that I really want to become like a life coach or a therapist or something Mm. so that while I'm doing your lashes um also can I trademark this so that no one else steals this idea (laughs) um while I'm doing your lashes I'm also a qualified therapist or life coach that helps you become your best self so that when you sit up from this lash bed you're like oh my god I've got clarity in my life of where I'm heading at least more than I had when I walked in Mm. but then damn who's that girl in the mirror with her lashes Mm. find me a girl who's mean on the day she got her lashes her brows or her hair done a woman who is feeling herself, a woman who feels so comfortable and confident in her own skin, isn't going to talk about, oh, did you see what that girl was wearing? Mm-hmm. How disgusting. A girl who's feeling confident and comfort- comfortable in her own skin is, isn't giving that shit energy. No. And that's kind of where Esme Studio came from, is empowering women to be so happy within themselves that they aren't bullies or they aren't mean (laughs) Mm. so that's is my studio I also uh this year in the next two or three months I want to start offering astrology readings amazing I really I am such a big astrology nut Mm. um I love all things astrology I also know that there's still so much I have to learn I'm a baby in this space which is why I want to give myself a few more months to um offer that because Mm. I don't feel like I'm quite ready Mm. um and I feel like that's going to be really exciting so while I'm not a life coach or a therapist yet I can still 
go through your astrology chart with you while I do your lashes, mm. which I think will be so much fun. Yeah. So that's the studio. Um, I just work from home. There's a little cabin outside where I do lashes, which is lots of fun. I had a client one day say, I wish I could take you home with me <laughs> because she felt so empowered when she was in the studio and we were talking and whatnot. But then when she went home, she went home to screaming babies who are pulling at her for a boob, who want yeah, a breastfeed or want some kai or, you know, then she's got that massive pile of washing that she still needed to do. And the good energy that she felt in the studio was quickly dissipated because the reality of her home life was reminded to her Mm. it gave me a thought of how can I give my clients or give the people who enjoy the energy that I put out there how can I give them something to have in their own space that when they look at it or interact with it it reminds them or empowers them with the energy that I emit so um, I started thinking about you know a lot of my studio my mahi in the studio is around self-empowerment, self-care, prioritizing your well-being. Ultimately, it led to me thinking that candles would be a good avenue, Mm. a good opportunity to give people a thing to use so that when they light this candle in this light, they are committing to prioritizing their well-being. I've got five different um, scents. God, just after Christmas, I can't (laughs) really remember. I haven't been putting a lot of thought into it at the moment. (laughs) I've got five different scents ranging from Divine Feminine, which is about, um, you know, in this light, I want to feel in alignment with my inner work. Things that we've been kind of like touching on this Mm, podcast, mm. Um, you know, feeling like you are your Divine Feminine self and, you know, moisturizing your body and not just like, okay, quit, got to do this, but actually taking the time to rub oils into your skin to really show appreciation for the beautiful body that you're in for the body that guides you every day and keeps you healthy and going then there's show up which is the motivation candle okay I'm gonna like I'm feeling like shit and I know that there's things that I want to get done but I'm not actually doing it so I'm gonna like this candle as the push that while this candle is burning I'm gonna smash out the mahi that I need to do that's kind of what that candle's about and then there is the take care the candle is called take care and that's when you just need to show yourself a bit more love you know things like that each candle has a direct purpose I also make it very clear on my website that you don't need to buy this candle you don't actually need anything to care for yourself everything out there is just sold to us for a reason as I mean hello capitalism yeah we want to tap into your insecurity so that we can sell you something Mm. um and I'm very aware of that I do not want that to be you know I I, one of my fears in business is that people think that I'm capitalizing off their mamai or off their the moments that they aren't caring for themselves and prioritize your well-being and buy this candle it's like gross that is not me yeah um but yeah, on my website I've written that if it can aid you, sometimes I'm not feeling confident but I go and buy this dress mm. and today I'm feeling beautiful because I've got this really cool dress that is making me feel more confident or mm. I am struggling to prioritise myself but I've got this candle here and she says that in this light, da-da-da, so I'm going to try it and see how I feel. Also, it's also just words Sometimes I just want to light a fucking candle and I want it to fill my house with a good smell. And that is enough. I don't want to be doing, taking the bath and doing all the things, Mm. you know, it's whatever is right for you. Mm. So anyway, um, that business, my candle business is called Ren and Ruby. Um, I'm currently sold out, but maybe before April, 
I will have a full restock with some new scents added and hopefully some soaps. I really want to do soaps and then eventually down the line journals and care packages. Care packages I'm really excited about. That's for your friend who just had a baby and you want to send her a little care package to... Mm. You know, it'll include a lots of different things from other small businesses that I am in touch with and have connections with, which I'm really excited because the goodies in there will be just amazing. Mm. But then also for your friend who's just had a breakup and she needs a little care package um, or your friend who's just got engaged. You know, it doesn't always mm. have to be the downer moments that someone needs a care package. Sometimes it's the high moments too when they're peaking off just getting engaged and then there's kind of the aftermath where it's kind of like, oh fuck okay you know that was a high and now we're back to reality it's Mm. like all these different transitions in our life um even i want to do a care package for like sexual abuse Mm. there's this um woman who does um affirmation cards and i i haven't i don't own any myself i really want to get my hands on some but it's like affirmations for women who have been sexually abused and the affirmation like you know little reminders that it wasn't your fault or that you didn't deserve Mm. it or you know Mm. those different types of things you know sometimes we tell ourselves oh well god I hate what I'm about to say but I was asking for it or you know all these different things and having the affirmation that actually no I wasn't just because I was dressed how I was dressed doesn't Mm. mean that I deserved or was asking for it or any of that shit so Mm. different care packages for different um spaces that we might find ourselves in that's what I hope for Ren and Ruby. I'm really confident that this year is going to be the changer for us. My partner is going from working as a tradie, done tradie life because he actually wanted to be a rugby like an athlete, but he, I mean, the curse of injuries. <laughs> he got injured so mm. many times, and it's the, I guess his window is closing to be a professional athlete. He's still play, he's the captain of the, of the rugby team this year, which I'm so fucking yes. proud of him. I awesome. could cry. It's so amazing that he has that. Other people have acknowledged the hard mahi that he puts in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's I don't know about the other players, but I can see he is easily probably one of the most consistent players. He has never missed a training except for when we were in hospital with our baby or if he's working late. So what's amazing about this year is that he's studying for the first time. He fell into the trap of believing that if you're a Māori boy, if you're a person of colour, either you're on the field playing a sport, Mm. you're a a musician or you're a tradie. Mm. Those are kind of the stereotypes of all Māori men are good for. True. But I love that he's kind of challenging that. And we are seeing more Māori men challenging that. I guess that I feel like that stereotype is falling away. Mm. But, um, yeah, he's studying this year. He's studying sports science. So still within that realm, he's um, wanting to help coach and maybe even looking into being a teacher, which he would be. He's the sweetest man ever. Yeah. He's such a... Just a charismatic softie. Mm. I love him. Mm. And so he's finally stepping into his own. And with my situation, um, through therapy and stuff, I've got the time and space and financial capacity to hopefully pay off my debt, give myself space to heal even more, and truly step into my moment, I guess. I feel like all the years and growth and inner work that I've been doing, which again, I just want to say does feel a bit corny to say. Oh my God, I've been doing the work. It's like, okay, like anyway. But you have though. That is an inner judgment that I'm giving to myself. I I acknowledge that. Um, It just, I guess, 
I'm working through that for it to not feel corny, yes. but it feels corny to be saying yeah. I've been working on myself. Yeah, so it's been a few years of that growth, and I feel like I've come into the year where those developments will come to a head mm. in a beautiful way. Anyway, sorry, I told you that was going to be stretched out. That's fine. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's it's awesome. So that's us. Thank you again, Esme. You're amazing. You're a wonderful friend. I'm so grateful that you came and shared so much of yourself mm. for the podcast. I feel like there's still so much. We I know. Could cover. There's still so much that we yeah. could cover, but this needs we'll to be. We'll put end. a pin in it. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> yes. We will, I don't know, next time I'm in, I'm in Napier or if you come down my way. Yeah. Because um, I've got. Um, yes, you've got your mic. So we could. Bring all the gear. Do, do another something. Yes, maybe. yes, we absolutely yeah. need to do another something. This was so much fun. I know. <laughs> this is why you need to do a podcast. I know. I, know. <laughs> I just, as you guys would have heard, I just talk so much. I get in my head about me talking so much. I'm doing it now. Sorry, close out. Close That's out. fine. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> okay. So, on that note, we will love you and leave you. Thank you so much for listening especially if we carried on a bit. You know how sometimes you just have those mates and you just vibe and the Mm. conversations are amazing and I hope that you guys have been able to take some things away because Esme is an incredibly inspirational woman and there's a lot that we can all learn from her journey, from all of the things that she's doing in her life Um, and the wisdom. She's 26, this bitch is self-aware and she's still doing the work to get to know herself even better which is all that we can aim for ourselves. So anyways, on that note, we're going. Yeah. We're leaving. We're wrapping it up. We're We're wrapping it up. up. Have an awesome day or night, whatever time it is for you. I will chat to you guys next week, maybe the week after. There's a few episodes in this, so we'll just see how we go. (laughs) Cool. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for having me.